I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano along with Josh Reese. What is up, fans? There is no time to waste today. Gosh. Because this is going to be a 14-hour podcast. Lock in, fans. You have to be ready for a very long podcast because we got a lot of stuff to discuss today. A lot. Like what? Oh, man. We've got Top Gun to discuss. Yeah. We've got The Boys to discuss. We've got Star Wars. Miss Marvel. Oh, everything. I think there's things I'm forgetting too. Oh, we also got to discuss our top five list and That's our continuing true. list of top five genres. That's right. Top five movie genres. Yeah, there was some really good stuff we watched this week and some not so good stuff that we watched this week. Yeah, that's a good way to. That's a good way to say. I'd probably say it's about two and two, two good things uh, and two not so good things. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Basically, the the two things that weren't good, they weren't horrible, but they weren't. Well, well one was pretty bad. They weren't great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us about the but newest member to the podcast? We get into the podcast. I would like to talk about Deadpool here. Yes. My uh, sister-in-law made us a new figure for the podcast. It is a crochet Deadpool. Yeah, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. I know. I'm going to cuddle with him later. Oh Lord! Well, thank. But God I'll I, bring him back. Thank God I got two of them. He'll just be a little <laughs> whiter. Oh, actually, she's making a white Deadpool. I guess it's the X Force Deadpool for my brother. So the oh, colors are going to be white and. Uh, White and red, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, so it's pretty cool. If anybody likes crochet items, check out a uh, check out uh, uh, creations by Alexis. I think we're gonna hang them on, on the wall. Facebook. Yeah, it wouldn't be he's bad. Pretty big, like he's know, pretty big, and he doesn't stand up almost, very well. He would probably block Eric's head right if it was right here. I mean, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened, right? But I, I just like how our, our universe is is ever expanding. Right. We're just we're growing by by pops and figurines. The wrestler ones are like, bounds. we need to get taller. <laughs> they're gonna get their asses kicked by Deadpool, Grogu, and the Joker. And the Joker, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be tough. So go ahead and where can you get one of those? Yeah, so go to Creations by Alexis on Facebook. Okay. She does a lot of great work. She made me a jigglypuff. She does Pokemon, a lot of cool stuff. Reach out to her if you have any uh, crochet needs. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't know I ever would, but no, that is pretty cool. No, they're really cool. They make really fun gifts. She yes. made me a um, a little pocket Grogu. Uh huh. It's really cute. And now you, tiny you just carry him in your pocket all day long. I don't have him in my pocket right now, but you know he's he's a, he's on my desk at work. He's always looking oh, at me, he's not. making sure I'm doing the right stuff. Is he small enough to? Andrew, Andrew, yeah. come on now. That's probably where he is right now. No, he's not. Poor baby Grogu. No, he's not. What a shame. He's on my desk at work. That's so terrible. But yes, okay. Christians by Alexis on Facebook. Good stuff. All right, what? well, we Dear have Lord. a lot of things to do, but first we have to cover the news and rumors known as the Hollywood hogwash. So the official trailer for Black Adam was released uh, just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. It's the first full, you know, full trailer. Right. 
we've seen like little glimpses of what Dwayne Johnson was going to look like. Yeah. But we haven't really seen a real full look. Right. Well, let's watch it right now. Here's the trailer number one for Black Adam. What the fuck was that? I'm excited. Good God. Come on. All right, I'm not going to play it now. Let's do something else. (laughs) All right, here we go. One, two, three, go. Black Adam. What have your powers ever given to you? Nothing but heartache. It's James Bond. His hair I was looks slave until I died. Then I was reborn a god. Oh, so he's Moon Knight. Oh, my son you. sacrificed his life to save me. Oh. Now, I kneel before no one. Basically, Superman. Uh, dark Superman. This world. They should have just made the Rock Superman. Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Giant Deadpool. Pierce Brosnan is gonna get in on the action. Heroes don't kill people. Well, I do. Oh. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My vision has shown me the future. You have two choices. It's you Iron can Man. be the destroyer yeah. of this world. Oh, never mind. Dark Iron Man. Or you can be a Well, he's Superman. That's up to you. <laughs> yeah, roll up your windows. That'll work. <laughs> Behind you! Did he just catch a rocket? He got a rocket. Is that Stark Technologies? This is DC, dude. I know, it's crazy, right? Listen. So he is a superhero, okay. No, he's the nemesis. Oh, he's an archenemy, so he's a bad guy. It sounds like he's an anti-hero. But but this is what they're doing with everyone. Like the Morbius. Oh, Morbius is, is is a good guy. It's like, no, he's not. Question Morbius mark. is not. Right. Like, this is what they're doing with everyone now? It seems so. Because, you know, like Stone Cold. Everyone no one's likes a bad that guy. badass, you know? Everybody wants not... to be the badass type of guy. But, you know, I, I I feel like I'm getting sucked in. Like, this could be a good movie. But I've been hoodwinked by DC so many times. So many times DC has made a really cool trailer and it just ends up looking. It ends up being total trash. In 2009, Black Adam was ranked as I, IGN's 16th greatest comic book villain. That's, so he's more known as a villain. But if you're gonna make these movies, I guess I don't know. But they're it, saying like anti-hero. Maybe he's like the Punisher, but Punisher's still a good guy. But in this in this trailer, it does have a feel that he is um, that he's kind of assembling a team. Or maybe this team is going to stop him. I'm not sure. No. What? No. What? That's all wrong. What's happening then? Stop him. It's his movie. Yeah. So? No. You know. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, like you said, it's DC. You can't trust them. 
No. But it is The Rock, and he's pretty good. So, I don't know. I'm hopeful. You're hopeful? I'm very hopeful. Okay. All right. So, well, that's good, I guess. So, I mean... Uh, when well, does it come out? Does it come out later this year? October 21st. Yeah, later this year. The world needed a hero. It got Black Adam. Does so, that yeah, sign, sound kind of ominous? Well, yeah, I'm sure he's going to save the day, but also he's kind of a dick. Going to kill a lot of people in the process. Yeah. Probably not innocent people. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, he's going to be like the DC version of Batman. You know, Batman kills tons of people. Batman is DC. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You know, like DC's... um, You mean DC's version of the Punisher. No, no, no. What I meant was of Batman and Superman when he goes around killing all those people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what he's going to be like. Oh, good. Maybe. Who knows? All right. Well, while we're on the subject of uh, watching trailers, I saw a really, really good trailer this week, and I think it's something that we all should watch. Uh, it's it's one of the last things that Ray Liotta ever did. Okay. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Yeah. And it's uh, it's called Blackbird. It's a uh, it's a thriller. Okay. So. Well, we'll we'll do it to honor Ray Liotta then. There we go. Let's and then see. I'd like to hear your thoughts afterwards. All right. Here we go. I never wanted this for you. It's the guy from The Kingsman. I wanted a totally it's different Eggsy. life. It does look like him. No, it's a him. Paycheck. Mm. It's him. It's the actor. His My name's family. like Taryn something. Well, he needs a redemption. No, the good Dad. ones. Tell me there's the a good way Kingsman out movies. Oh. Not a quick one. So what, he got framed or something? would like you to transfer to another prison and befriend someone. No, I think he actually did something. To elicit a confession. We suspect that this man killed 14 women, but we only have one of the bodies. It's hard to take it seriously. making a murderer. Tell me about him. Something like that, yeah. That kill women? Wait, what was he in? He was in the bo- was uh, Olympic bomber, the guys. Maximum security Clinical specializing movie. in criminally insane. You want me to check into hell and befriend the demon? Not for all the money in the world. How about freedom? That's where they get you. Yeah, what's all the money in the world worth if you're not out of jail? On True. He could win and walk. You have the chance to stop him. Don't approach him too early or he'll know we sent you for him. Why are you looking at me like that? Like you know me. It's such a creepy voice. If it gets out that you're here to snitch, that's going to be a very unfortunate day. Where the hell is Ray Liotta? If he walks, he'll kill. Again and again. you think you could be in danger you are in danger doesn't that look good where the hell was Ray Liotta I think Ray Liotta was his father in the beginning and Ray Liotta barely in the not even in the show Josh <laughs> it's the last thing he ever did and I think we have to watch it out of respect for Ray Liotta I've got to figure out how to watch a Apple Plus TV show I don't know so what do you think it's on the Apple Plus account I know I don't have one though <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, it looks looks good. 
I don't know if we'll have time to watch it. There's so much shit we have to do. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, okay then. R.A.P. So, again, Ray Liotta. While we're watching movies, I what? think we should watch another trailer. No. What? what, what, what? <laughs> to what? No no other trailer, but I did want to, make, I did want to share that they're making a... Uh, did you remember League of Their Own? Yes. The, yeah, so they're doing... Amazon is doing a series... Of League of Their Own. And who's in it? I don't know who's in it. Bunch oh, of research. bunch of chicks I've never heard of. But it's it's gonna be chicks. like that. But I'm sorry, that wasn't very uh progressive. That was regressive. I'm sorry, ladies. I, there was a lot of female athletes that were in the movies. Movie, uh-huh. and it's gonna be a TV series. It's a TV series, not a movie. I meant TV series, yeah. So it's coming out uh I think next month. I don't know if we have to watch that one. And where's Tom Hanks? There is no Tom Hanks. Apparently, Rosie O'Donnell's in it. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Interesting. And Nick Offerman. That might be worth watching with Nick Offerman. I would imagine he's the manager. Well, yeah, Rosie O'Donnell was in the movie. Mm-hmm. So maybe she, you know, she'll obviously play a different role. Right. Maybe she's the GM. Probably not. No. Probably not. <laughs> the GM. <laughs> a comedy uh, series. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Something else that's coming yeah, up. Not really headline news there, Josh. Hey, but. come on. The ladies deserve their spot, Andrew. And I like the League of Their Own. They don't go the before the, really, the headline story, which is there's more shit about Ezra Miller. Oh, what is going on with Flash now? TMZ recently broke a new disturbing story. The Flash star has been arrested and accused of abusing several women, but now he's being accused of taking control of a minor Native American girl in 2017 from a reservation in South Dakota and supplying her with drugs and alcohol and trafficking her internationally for the last four years. Yeah, Ezra Miller is going to get Me too very quickly. The girl, Me too he should be thrown <laughs> in, in jail. <laughs> Next the to girls, Harvey Weinstein. The girl's parents say that their daughter has been under a cult-like control of Miller since Ugh. she was 12 years old. Ugh. And then, like, Jesus. they released some picture that was, like, on the girl's social media. And she's in the back seat. Ezra Miller's in the passenger. And Ezra Miller's mom is driving. And the girl in the back just looks like she's in so, like, just, like, loaded with so much drugs that she doesn't even know where she is. Oh, Jesus. It's so disturbing. Like, you're, the mom's involved? Like Ezra Miller's mother? (laughs) I picked him up for a play date and and now it got really dark. Apparently they're trying to like find like he's they haven't they don't know where he is right now. He's like Ezra Miller? Yes. Well yeah, he should be. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, next time he pokes his head out, he's uh, he's going to the pokey. Well God, there's no way they can release this Flash movie now. I'm telling you, the only way it works is if Flash comes out, Batman gets scared and kills him. You still have to film a whole movie then. Well, then what do just, you do with all that footage? Then it just becomes a Batman movie after that. Yeah, you have to refilm. It basically have to just be a whole different film. Would yes, or just rehire uh, a flat, you know, someone else to play the Flash and and try to digitally insert him into the fucking movie. Hashtag not my Flash. I've I always like I've said before. I was grow grew. Fond of the Flash on CW, I thought he was fine. You were Grogu fond. I grew fond of the Flash from CW. He literally said, "I Grogu fond." It took me a second, Andrew. It's midnight. I grew fond. 
Um, midnight. Are you always playing the time? It could be noon and, and it wouldn't fucking matter. It's midnight somewhere. But yes, yeah, so it's I, midnight here. I yeah. I never really it was interested in Ezra Miller, and the more that I found out find out about him as a person, uh the more terrified <laughs> oh, I am. <laughs> oh, you don't like him, Josh? Really? No, it doesn't seem like he's a very good person at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you it think, seems buddy? like he's kind of a douchebag. That's like a Norm Macdonald joke. He's like, you know, this this Hitler guy, he sounds like a real jerk. <laughs> he sounds like a real jerk off. Yeah. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, also a jerk off. <laughs> you got to do your tongue exercises before red, every, every podcast. Red, yellow, leather, yellow. No. Red, yellow, leather, That's yellow. That's not it. Got it. Let's no, go. it's red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red, yellow, leather, no, yellow. That does not work at all. I've got You're it. not saying it right. So what it sounds like is that uh, Flash is going to get delayed again. <laughs> I mean, if it even gets released, how right. could you release this movie with this guy? And what a shame. I was so excited to see Batman, a return. Yeah, we have to wait a even return. longer. Yeah. Mm. You got to digitally, in, you know, insert another actor playing him in this this character or something. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, Todd Phillips revealed the working title for the Joker sequel. It's Joker Faliadu. I think it's French. But apparently Faliadu means, or is it a mental disorder? I don't think this will be the actual title. The meaning is a delusion or mental illness shared by two people in close association. Mm -hmm. So maybe we might be getting Harley Quinn. Oh, right. Maybe. Another one. They're all another one, Andrew. (laughs) Right. Or maybe the Batman has a mental disorder of some sort. Well, he does. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, but then you'd have to... I don't know. Again, Batman was eight years old in the first one. Right. I mean, it was a good movie. I don't know that it needs a sequel, but we'll see what they do. So I thought this was an interesting... There's no way this is the title of the film, though. Eh, Probably not. It sounds like a really confusing title. Especially when it's hard to pronounce. Um, So I thought this was kind of interesting. So Todd Phillips and Scott Silver uh, co-wrote the first, and they're co-writing this one as well. Uh, Scott Silver, under some of his uh, writing credits, 8 Mile, The First Joker, and the untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. He wrote The First Joker? He co-wrote it with Todd Phillips. Okay. Yeah. And 8 Mile with Eminem. And now he's working on also the untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. Great. So just like those interesting nuggets. Interesting nuggets. Wait, wait, wait. Foliadur. Foliadur. Not foliadu. Foliadur. I, w- I would have taken foliadu. Oh, of course you would have. Sure, sure, you sure, take sure, everything. Sure, sure. Also, uh, the writers for Deadpool 3 have assured worried fans that the film will not be Disney-fied as they are proceeding with an R-rated script. Yes! That could always change, but... Well, I'm hoping that... That's good news, for sure. I'm hoping they would be like, you know, if it's not going to be a... (coughs) Excuse me, a Deadpool movie, (laughs) let's just fuck on off, then. Yeah. You know? It's hard to imagine a Disney Deadpool movie. Yes. Very hard. I agree. So that's definitely good news. Also, Spider-Man No Way Home is being re-released into theaters on September 2nd. They're calling this Spider-Man No Way Home, the more fun stuff version. Does Aunt May not die in this one? Maybe not. No, she probably does. (laughs) It's just more footage of the three Peter Parkers together. 
But I'm like, oh, this is the fun version of the movie? <laughs> we get, Why didn't you release that the first time? We get 30 minutes of them working inside the science lab yeah, now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's just some extended and deleted scenes that really don't matter at all. Right. Maybe they're just a couple of, co- you know, comedic scenes. But I don't know if it's worth going to the theater again. But that just shows you, like, when they released the Blu-ray... They didn't include these deleted scenes that's now going to be in this re-release. Interesting. That's why everyone's like, we didn't have any more footage of the three of them. Yeah, why not put it in the movie, in the Blu-ray? Because uh, they're doing this. But They're going to release another Blu-ray. Another Blu-ray. Yes. Oh, Lord Jesus. Of the two movies that are getting re-released, which was Morbius and this one, I think this one's going to do a little bit better. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Also, uh, tickets for Thor Love and Thunder are now available for pre-order. Oh, shit. We got to get our movie course, tickets. Of course, Thor comes out July 8th. Well, yeah, we probably could do it on the app right now because we have the... Uh, Should we pause this and do The it unlimited right thing. No, I think we'll be okay. Okay. I think we'll be fine. Also, in a recent interview with comicbook.com, Chris Evans responded to rumors that he would be coming back to play Captain America. Evan said, it was such a good run. I'm so happy with it. It's so precious to me. It would have to be perfect. Uh, it would just be scary to rattle something that is so dear to me. The role means so much to me. So to revisit it, it would be a tall order. And I agree. Yeah. It was a perfect end. It was the perfect ending. There's really no need. They've Everyone kind of- just wants to see like a 30 minute, just like one 30 minute short of Captain America returning the... Infinity Stones. Yeah, and then... Because it would be funny because he has to interact with Red Skull, mm. you know. <laughs> there was a college humor uh, skit that showed, like, you know, what Captain America did once he stayed in the past. Hmm. And, like, because he stayed out of it now, like, he didn't stop 9-11. Oh. And then his wife's that's like... so dark. His <laughs> wife's like, what 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 company should we buy stock in, honey? Like, in, 90, in 96 or whatever. Apple. She's like, Amazon or Enron? And he's like... He's trying not to interfere, so he's like, oh, I don't know, whichever one you think. And she's like, I'm going to buy Enron. He's like, mm. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a really funny sketch. That's funny. But, yeah, no, I mean, I kind of want to see, like, a, a little tiny th- update like that. You know, kind of see Captain America be happy. You know, when he came out of that uh, time machine. Yeah. You know, well, it was, you know. He didn't come out of it. Well, oh, right, right. He mm. caught up to time. Yeah. And he was happy, but I would have liked to have seen some of his happiness. You know, he finally got to hook up with his love of his life. No, nah, that was so perfect. It like, you got to tell me about her? And then he's like, no. No. No, I don't think I will. But then we see the scene at the end of them dancing. It was a perfect ending. It's really true. That movie was, uh, and don't get me started on Endgame again. We were just watching it. We were just watching <laughs> a little bit of it. Also, while speaking to Entertainment Tonight, Book of Boba Fett star, Tamara Morrison, probably pronounced that name wrong, Tamara Morrison, revealed that he wants to see the bounty hunter get back to his badass ways. Mm. So, looks like he also wasn't a fan of what his character was like, because really, who was? Right. <laughs> I mean, that show became no, Mandalorian show. It was everyone around him that was badass. The, right. the, the weird mechanized kids, oddly enough, were more badass than him. Oh, I don't the, know about that. that. Okay, that's true. But The, the Wookiee? The, the, the Wookiee was, oddly enough, tamed, but he was kind of cool. But like the coolest part was him riding the... Uh, not the Tauntaun. Ragnar- um, the Ragnarok. Ra- 
Not the Ragnarok. <laughs> Rancor. Rancor. Yeah, that was the coolest thing. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty cool. But we never got to see him actually do any of his bad Well, you just spoiled the whole show, Josh. Stuff. It's yeah. okay. There's I think some people, people out here that haven't seen it. I think people are watching it. What else? What else? We uh, You got anything else? Uh, I just got a couple things. Uh, so for the people who like Duke Nukem, the video game, apparently Duke Nukem is going to be coming out as a movie. Didn't this already happen? It got canceled way back in the day. But the creators of Cobra Kai, um, Josh Harold and John Hurwitz and Hayden Sloshberg are on board to produce the movie. And there is an online fan campaign for John Cena to play. Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's too much like Peacemaker. <laughs> well, that, you, you can't. That's what people are saying that, you know, it's so great that John Cena has these awesome roles. They can easily see him slide into. Yeah, but you Duke can't Nukem. just that's too obvious. That's like when people wanted when people wanted uh, Walt, they wanted um, Brian Cranston to play uh, Lex Luthor mm, because right. he's bald. And he's a badass. But it's like, yeah, but Breaking Bad just ended. That's too it's two on the nose, which is kind of like what they did with uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. After right after Breaking Bad, he got cast in The Mandalorian, and he's in The Boys, <laughs> and he's basically the same character in both shows. Very true. Uh, so the story comes from the inter- the Hollywood Reporter. Legendary Entertainment is the company that picked it up, um, and they're the company that made Dune and uh, Godzilla. So, um, okay. uh, who knows when it's going to come out? But you know, there's people attached to it now. So pretty interesting. I mean, they could. That's you know, they could go after John Cena. That shit happens. You get typecast. You get typecast. You play the same role. Um. So I have never seen Ted Lasso, but me either. I heard it's funny though. Everyone says it's really good. It's a critically acclaimed show. Yeah. Won an Emmy, I think it was. It uh-huh. was. Um. So apparently, season three will be its last season. According to who? According to a uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes. Now I think this is according to the director. Okay. That uh, yeah, I should have had it more. Should have had it more pulled up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so never saw it. I probably will watch it eventually one day, mm-hmm. but haven't yet. I know it's uh, kind of a fun, a fun comedy about you know soccer being coached by an American football player. Right. You know, kind of like a, uh, he's a raw, raw guy. He's no Nick Saban, but, uh, you know, so pretty interesting. Uh, Uh, The writer said that season three is being wrote as if it's the show's final season. So this is a story on the direct.com. Mershala Ali's blade looks to have, looks to be about to start shooting. Okay. So uh, they said a production list shared that Marvel Studios has tentatively planned to begin shooting on July 4th with the film taking place in Atlanta, Georgia and New Orleans. The date is not, the date is likely not exactly a date um, as uh, it's a federal holiday, but it should be coming up soon. And when's the movie expected out? Uh, Sometime next year, if I remember. Well, yeah, I'm sure. So early 2023 is what I see is what I'm seeing. I don't know about early 2023 if it's being filmed right now, but mm. what else? Mm. What else you got? 
so that's pretty much all I have. Disney has penciled in Blade for November 13th, 2023. That's early-ish, you know. It's, the end of the year. It's not December. December's late. Late late 2023 is December. That's, that's, that's a little bit early. Um, so I, I really don't have anything else. Uh, Lift. you want to get to the top fives? That's it, yeah. All right. So obviously... People should know I don't really watch a ton of scary movies. I was surprised to learn that a number of the movies that I had seen were considered scary movies. Probably not, but we'll see. (laughs) So this is how I classified it, considering um, I don't watch many of them. But I kind of classified it as movies that I would watch more than the other one. Um, So uh, should we go? So favorite. Yeah, Yeah. but they're not necessarily my favorites. That makes no sense, Josh. Okay, go ahead and go first. All right. uh, So number five is the Gremlins. Very scary. You pour water on this. Why did you do this just to troll this whole thing? No, it is considered a scary movie. I guess, but it's not. It's terrifying. You put water on those things, they turn into psycho little bitches. Uh It's terrifying, Andrew. And as a young child, I was traumatized for so long, especially because that was one of the biggest toys out there. Was those number four toys? Terrible. Uh, number four was The Sixth Sense, also considered a scary movie. Well, yes, that is. Yeah. That, that movie was very scary. Also terrified me. And the twist at the end, oh, didn't see it coming. You jizz in your pants. <laughs> okay, number three. Uh, number three, Pitch Black. What is that one? With Vin Diesel, when they're stuck on Mars. <laughs> that was terrifying. Did he murder all them or something? Or You never saw it? Clearly not. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Pitch Black is when he's he's blind and, you know, he has to do all his damage in the dark and there's like bloody vampires or bats or whatever that try to kill everyone. It's terrifying. Terrifying movie. That's not a horror movie. It is. It is considered a horror movie. I looked it up. It's considered science fiction horror, which is science sub, fiction sub genre itself. Yeah, it's a sci-fi movie. Sci-fi horror is what it's what it's called. Okay. Um, so number two is Tremors, like the old one. Yeah, the old one. Do you remember Tremors? Yeah, I don't think I don't know if I've seen all of it, but I I mean I know what it is. It's yeah, it's I think tangibly a scary movie. I think it's more of like a scary comedy if that's a such such thing. But you know, I thought it was I thought it was really good. I liked it, and as a as a child, you know, seeing that in the late nineteen nineties, yeah, terrifying. Okay, now this one. I think is up for a little bit of debate, but it's considered a scary movie. Mm-hmm. The Predator. That's not a scary movie. It's considered an action an action horror movie. I looked it up. Action, Where? Where did you look it up? Action horror movie from the 80s, The Predator. Where Terrifying. did you look it up that it told you that? I looked up 80s scary movies, and I looked up 90s. And who told movies. you? Some fucking kid with a blog? I mean, probably, but it's considered a scary movie. So, Predator. Predator is my number one scary movie. It's not. A, that's not a horror. It's considered horror action. Predator is an action horror movie. Oh! Go on. God, that was so fucking annoying. Go on. It's midnight, and you're screaming like a Go fucking on. idiot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say no, but... I can't argue with the list. Can't <laughs> argue with the internet, Andrew. Sure I can. Internet says no. So is Terminator 1 a horror movie? Cause no, he's, that's he's, action. 
That's action. It's That's the same action. as Predator. It's not. There's the action same. in Predator. It's not the same. You one ugly motherfucker. If the Terminator is a horror, then that's my number one. But I'll play by the rules, unlike Josh, who I think I played three exactly of those were comedies that he no. picked. One was the comedy. All right. And here, here's the thing is, as you could tell, Josh isn't even a fan of horror movies. This is the scariest I could do, fellas. <laughs> and I'm not a big horror movie fan either, so this list will probably upset people as well. But We're doing the best that we can. N- the- number five... <laughs> And really, it's more of a comedy, but Zombieland. Never saw him. I have no other premise. That's scary for you? It's, I mean, zombies? I mean, it's more of a comedy than it is a horror movie, but... Yeah. It's still... War War Z, I looked, was considered a horror movie. Of course. It's about zombies! Yeah, almost... Anything about zombies. Mm. That's not in my top five. Number four, Night of the Living Dead. 1968, black and white. George A. Romero. It's a fantastic movie. What is it about? Never heard of it. Night of the Living Dead. Another zombie movie? It's like the beginning of all the... It's like the zombie movie. Don't yell at me. I've never fucking heard of it. Holy shit. I mean, I guess I can put two and two together. No, you can't, apparently. But uh, never heard of it. Night of the Living Dead. George A. Romero? Never heard of him. (laughs) Why is that funny? I've never heard of him. Because... What are you talking about? How are you here? George do you want to do scary man? movies list this week? And you have no idea what a zombie movie is? I know what zombie movies are. Never George A. Romero, movie. he's the one that like started it all. Really? Dawn of the Dead? No, Dawn sir. of the Dead. You've never heard of Dawn of the Dead? It sounds vaguely familiar. Jesus, Josh. Next time, let's do a fucking genre that you actually know a little bit. Hmm. So anyways, yeah, there was Night of the Living Dead in the 60s. There was Dawn of the Dead in the 70s. And then Day of the Dead in the early 80s. But I went with number three. I went with Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead 2004 remake. I, I just really love that movie. Um, like zombies, It's got huh? great action and a good story, good Big characters. Big zombie fan here. Uh, yeah, it's true. That's, that's, this is known. Yeah, it's not like I ever tried to hide. I mean, Walking Dead was my favorite show once up, upon a time. Up until Glenn died. Isn't that too scary for you? Oh man, it's it's it hump it humps up to that line. It humps. Yeah, it humps right it humps. against that line. It humps? Right against that line, yeah. So oh, close. God. Uh number two, this is a comedy movie. It's a kind of it's zombie? more of like a B movie parody, but it's called Thanks Killing. It's about an evil turkey that kills people on Thanksgiving. I think I've heard you talk about this. Oh, I'm before. Sh- I'm sure you have. That sounds terrible. No, it's fantastic. Two thousand nine uh, there's really nothing scary about it, but it's supposed to be a horror film. But it's one of the funniest fucking... It's a B-movie, so you have to go in... And it's it's bad on purpose. It knows what it is. Oh, okay. So it's thumbing its nose at it. Basically, yeah. Mm. It's it's really good, though. And then number one, From Dusk Till Dawn. Quentin Tarantino wrote it. Robert Rodriguez directed it. You've got Harvey Keitel. Um, you have... Uh, what's her name? Shit, Tarantino's in it. You have, you have fucking Salma Hayek as a stripper in it. I feel like I've heard about this movie before. Where it's it's about vampires, right? Yes. Yeah. Juliette Lewis, right? Plays George Clooney's in <sighs> Juliette it. Juliette Lewis, Tarantino, right. Salma Hayek, Danny Trejo, Tom Savini. 
Right, and and they turn into vampires or something like that, and then a couple of the people try to make it through. That's a vampire. That's what a vampire movie is. Yeah. Right, right. But they're all trying to kill vampires all day, all night long yes. until the dusk. Until until the dawn. dawn. The dawn. Yeah. <laughs> From dusk till dawn, Josh. I got it. From dusk till dawn. That's the period of time the movie is. Get it? Oh shit! It's that long of a movie. Yeah. Oh yes, fuck. Oof. Oh, the corn is just coming right out of your mouth. This this. Oh boy, corn? you're corny. You're being uh, corny. Not even trying to. Yeah, that's sad. All right, there's our top five horror films. I'm sure that pissed off every single one of you. But we're doing especially the best. Josh's list. We're doing this is all horror. Gremlins. They're he has nightmares. He has nightmares about know, gremlins. You have no idea how traumatized I was as a child. Don't you remember how those how those toys were everywhere yeah, back in the day? I laughed. I didn't. I was I, younger than you. I cried. <laughs> You're the only person afraid of gremlins. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. If I see those things on Twitter nowadays, block. What about the baby one that looks like baby it looks like he looks like Grogu, basically. No. I know what happens when you pour water on him. Yeah? They turn evil. Okay. <laughs> Terrible. What the fuck was that? That was the noises. You gotta that calm down. You need to drink. That was the noises I do need. You need to like drink some NyQuil so you're not you don't have as much energy. It's it's crazy. It's twelve thirty right now. I'm gonna have to. I've got so much energy. I need to edit out all your fucking squeals before I fucking publish this show. All right, so there you go. Our top five horror films. We covered the news and rumors. So let's get to the series premiere of Miss Marvel. Ah, so we're going worst to best. I got it. Uh, yes, actually, yes. <laughs> yeah, we do movies last anyway, so. L- listen, okay, so this apparently was getting bombarded with uh, one-star reviews. Um, it's not a one-star Marvel show, but it's not a good one. It's not a good one. It's not five stars. Well, it's a straight up like a Nickelodeon or a Disney Channel show. It's for 12-year-olds. It remind. Okay. It's for children. It reminded like me... Like, this one is... Yeah, I get it. It's superheroes, but this one is, like, specifically for children. Sure. It's a total Nickelodeon show. It kind of felt like Spider-Man Homecoming, but for, like, for like people in middle school. For people even younger, yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, like, some of the, the filming... And some of like the graphics that they use and stuff. Yeah, like I like the animation yeah, it was on the screen good. and the way that they would uh, like man- manipulating the text and stuff right. like that when the kids were texting back and forth. There was some good stuff in this and the mainly the film work, but you know, well, yeah. Just, but then there's the story. <laughs> the and story. The... Oh, I mean, Lord. I like the opening song by the weekend. Scott Lang, aka Ant Man, has his own podcast apparently. Oh. That might come into play at some point. Interesting. He might be in there. Hmm. And I'm just surprised it took 10 years for someone to make AvengerCon. Like, this is the first AvengerCon. It's like, really? 10 years? Well, they were probably waiting for the world to calm down. Remember, <laughs> is this 10 years after Endgame? No. 10 years after the attack on New York. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it probably took a while for the world to calm down. But still, like four years hmm. yeah. after no, no AvengerCon. You do know where AvengerCon was held, right? Where? It was held at the base that Captain America was made. Oh, really? Yeah. 
In Jersey? In Jersey. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was pretty interesting. A nice little call. This back. whole episode is just about Kamala wanting to go to AvengerCon. Her dad's heartbroken that she doesn't want to go with him. She's a rebellious teen. He's dressed as the Hulk. Her mom wants her to dress as the Hulk. And of course, she's like, no. The fuck would yeah. I want to do that for? So she pulls a Ferris Bueller to go to AvengerCon. Uh, she gets a package from her grandmother that has a golden bank. I mean, this is like the most uninspired writing. You it's, just get your powers in the mail from grandma. It's uh, this. It's the strangest way for someone to find powers. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so lame. It's very lame. So lame. It's so like, it's just lazy writing. Very lazy. Oh, look, I got something in the mail. Oh, I have powers. Oh, cool. The end. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she goes home and. Kamala's mom's waiting for her. She gaslights her daughter. And then Kamala lays on her bed after her mom leaves and her light, her hand lights up and she's all excited. I'm going to be a superhero. And then there's a post credit scene that shows the damage control officer from Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And he's watching the footage of AvengerCon. He's like, bring her in. Time to figure out So who's out the what's villain in this, fuck, in this show? She's got to fight someone, right? Or is she not fighting anyone? The government. The government? Her parents? Her parents. She's fighting all those assholes at school that yeah. don't, that want to make fun of her, knock all her books down. So, yeah, I don't know. Let us know what you thought of this. Let us know if you want us to keep watching it. I think it's worth... I'm going to keep watching it just because it's Marvel or whatever. But, you know, and I can do a recap all the way at the end of the series. But I don't think it's something that we need to do every week about. Or it's going to be something like this. Five minutes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, let us let us know. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. So, okay. So, one of the things I just had a couple little uh, nuggets about uh, about this. So, Amani Vilhani. I'm sure I mispronounced that, and I apologize that the lady that plays Miss Marvel. Um, so, you do you know who Miss Marvel was? What her powers and abilities were in the comics? Well, so they changed it. Right. Originally, she was a blonde white woman. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but well, I, I was no, I never really got Indian. into Miss Marvel. No, she was not Miss Marvel. I trust me. I played the fucking video game. Mm. There's a video game from like uh, like 15 years ago. Okay, and Miss Marvel's a white a white woman with blonde hair. Interesting. <laughs> I only know the Pakistan. I think I think they eventually changed Miss Marvel to Captain Marvel. But yeah, Miss Marvel was like originally like this blonde white woman, like right there. Mm. But then I think she became Captain Marvel. Maybe. So, yeah. So she had the powers that, you know, could like enlarge her limbs, kind of like, um, and she had like, you know, she could stretch them out and stuff like that, kind of like Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but that's only this different version. Well, that's, no, that's the. That's only this current, this current. This version. current version, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So she kind of had a quote about, um, about the power changes. She said, I'm very possessive of Kamala. I think we stay true to what the comics brought. The themes have always been about identity and marrying the 550 million things that make Kamala. For all I care, she could shoot sausages out of her fingers as long as she still goes on that self-discovery journey. So apparently the journey of this show is going to be about her discovering her true self or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Something like Kamala that. Khan is the fourth character to take the name Miss Marvel. Mm. In 2013, so yeah. So in the comics, this is how Kamala Khan got her powers. Uh, she was exposed to mag- uh, 
Meg, uh, Lord Jesus, mm. mutinic mist that activates dominant in human genes in unsuspecting people who don't know they're fully human. So part of the inhumans, I guess. Uh, okay. So I just thought it was kind of interesting. The Ultimate Alliance games. There was uh, Ultimate Alliance. The first one was PS2, but I think I played on the PS3. But yeah, there's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. Uh, old games like 2006 and 2010 or something like that, but they were fun. So there is a group on Facebook. I don't know if you heard about this. 18,000 people strong, and it's called Christians Against Miss Marvel. <laughs> because she's not Christian? No, it, it's it's about something else. But yeah. so, and this is why I don't. About the, for the show? Huh? The show? Like they're offended by the show? The show, yeah. Why? What's offensive about the show? I'll tell you in a second. Um, I was trying to figure out if I could see, if I could show you who started the group. All right. I I guess I'll just look it up. No, I have it. I have it. I was trying to figure out who started the group Um, because it was funny. Okay, so this is what the group says. Uh, Miss Marvel might be the biggest slap in face for conservative Christians to date. Disney has decided that the face of this franchise should not be Carol Danvers, but should instead be a gay Muslim. No more straight Christian characters from Marvel. Those days are over. Please join us as we let Disney know that we will not be canceled. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel are two different people. Well, Josh, you did it again. I'm, okay, so you saw that, right? You got trolled. By it's wait, a troll. Wait, no, but it's an actual group. With it's 18, a troll 000, group. It's with 18,000 yes, members. Yes, it's a troll group. It took me two seconds to figure this out. With Wade You Wilson. get duped all the time. No, that's what I was going to tell you about. It was oh, okay. written by Wade Wilson, which I gotcha. thought was kind of interesting. Merc with a mouth. Okay. Deadpool? Yeah. So I haven't joined the group. I was just was telling you about It was written by the this. Wade Wilson? Um, a Wade Wilson, apparently. Right. Well, at least it's a troll thing. It's, it seems like it's Not a troll Not a real thing. thing. I'm sure there's some members of the group that don't Probably realize. Probably do think that it is real. That it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought it was kind of interesting. Just a little bit interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. On to Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four. This was not good. This was not a good episode. I liked it. It was actually bad. I liked it a tiny bit better than you, but I will admit that there are some aspects of the show that were very, very um, problematic. Rava interrogating Leia was all (laughs) kinds of awful. You tell me what I need to know. Yeah. And Leia's like, oh, my gosh, he will come for me. It's just like the cliche, oh, he'll rescue me. Mm-hmm. And and just her trying to scare Leia. That was so bad. We see Kenobi in one of those healing chambers. It, mimicking Darth Vader. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kenobi was able to mind trick some stormtroopers. He saved Leia again. Tala's cover's blown. And they all have to fight their way out. And uh, Obi-Wan put on disguise. I was like, oh, that's some disguise. It was terrible. Didn't disguise him <laughs> oh at all. Oh, my God. He's walking around that the the, the little uh, that base. base, and he's got Leia underneath his yeah. cloak. <laughs> I mean, if anybody gives one look at him, 
it looks like, you know, when South Park would do those things when Stan, Kyle, and Cartman are all yeah. in, in the coat together. Well, that's, that's, fuck, that's, uh, that's uh, the little rascals, you know? Oh, right. It's a reference to that and probably yeah, something even older. That's essentially what it was. <laughs> but yeah, some rebels show up to save them and they escape. And then Vader holds up Rava by her neck and she tells him that she put a tracker on the ship that saved Kenobi. And we found out that the tracker is in Leia's toy droid. Yeah. But I mean, that's all I have for this episode. It was like 30 minutes. Look, it's. It was 30 minutes, and all they did was save Leia again. Uh, yeah, and they're going to end up fighting again very soon. But I mean, I, there were some interesting things. Like, you got to see, like, the little the hall of all their captors and all that. Right. Which I thought was kind of neat. I guess they're all. It looked like they're all encased in amber, <laughs> you know, like from Jurassic Park. But You mean carbonite? Car- well, no, it looked, it looked like amber. This is carbonite in Star Wars. I know. It's probably well, carbonite. Oh, Lord Jesus. I know. I'm just saying. It looked like. No, I, yeah, you remember. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. So. You like the episode so much, you don't even say much about it. I just told you. I, You know, there were some problematic things about the episode, but I kind of like the little the hunt for Leia. You know, it was kind of cool. That's the whole show. Yeah. I rescue Leia. They take her away. I rescue Leia. I'm sure they're going to take her away again. Probably. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. How many more episodes? Not great so Two far. more? Two more. Two more. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely better than the fucking prequels, the prequel movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this episode was was pointless. You don't even need this. It did not advance the story at all. Not one well, bit. Fair. The only thing that you got to do was just see more uh, more inside of the Inquisitor's base. Right. That was pretty much it. And the That's Inquisitor's it. base is pretty cool. You know, we got to see Darth uh, Vader show off more of his powers. We've we've seen those powers. He's got some pretty strong powers. You could throw that ammunition. Uh huh. All right, let's talk about the good stuff. Episode four of The Boys. My patience is waning. Is this entertaining? Our patience is waning. Is this entertaining? This show is always an A+. Man, it is. We're halfway through. I don't want it to ever end. And uh, Homelander's now, like, threatening to cuck Huey. You know, he signs Huey's cast. That's the like, most. He basically signed the entire cast. That's with the most just his name. Baller thing I think I've ever seen. It's not baller. That's uh, you're being the biggest dickhead. Yeah, but I know it's like it's baller for for Homelander. Like fuck you. I don't care about your feelings. There's all oh, fuck your girl. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Then we have A Train's corny energy drink commercial. You know what that was a ripoff of, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was so Pepsi. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, him, him, the parade, him getting in between the, the protesters and the cops. <laughs> and he say, and he gives one of the, uh, he gives one of the SWAT team guys his fucking energy drink. And then, yeah, peace, peace on earth. They're like, he's like, no, I want to talk about, was it night, night angel, whatever the, the something like that. Yeah. And he's, yeah, we'll talk about it after this. And they're doing this protest thing like, oh, well, he's kind of doing something, right. you know, kind of kind of cool, you know? Yeah. He's not really getting into that side, but he's talking about protesting. Yeah. And then it's all about fucking energy. Well, yeah, I mean, it was obvious, <laughs> but it was still great. Uh, Supersonic tells Starlight he wants to help and joins the team against Homelander. That was his first mistake. Yeah. Homelander. His mistake was joining after all. Right. You know, Starlight told him not to, begged him not to. Right. But he didn't. Homelander has a team meeting to welcome Supersonic into the seven with taco bowls. 
Good old racist Homelander. Jesus. He's amazing. And the Supersonic's like, or Homelander says something like, you know, in Spanish. And so Supersonic's like, I don't, I don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> but yeah, A-, A Train and Deep have a little fight in the hallway. Cause like Deep was siding with Homelander about A Train wanting to right. go after that guy. And then they both threaten to tell, you know, to destroy each other. Yeah. Cause they both have all these dark and dirty secrets on each other. That's right. <laughs> Supersonic tells A Train their plan and asks him to join them. And that was his second mistake. If, okay. A Train's such an asshole. So you know you're going wrong when you're not the person who started the group. But you're inviting people to join. Right. The person that started the group is the one that knows how the group should run. Don't try to, don't try to go out of your lane because bad things. Yeah. Then can the happen. more people you tell, you know, right, the more likely it is to blow up in your face, which it did. And boy, did it blow up in someone's face. So Stan makes Vicky, the congresswoman, do a press conference trashing Homelander, but she's afraid of Homelander, so instead she throws Stan under the bus. And says that, you know, he's doing all these corrupt things. You never saw Succession, right? No. I know some of our fans have saw Succession. And this reminded me exactly when the lead character was going to turn on his dad and uh-huh. called a press conference. Uh-huh. But in the middle of the middle of the press conference, he just goes wild and just like, no, nope, I'll fuck my dad. I'm going to fuck gonna, your dad. What? No, nah, like, fuck, fuck my dad. Fuck everything he did. I'm going to say everything was all his fault. Uh-huh. And that's what she did here. Yeah. Everything, it's all Stan's fault. Well, there Stan you go. S- uh, succession spoilers. Josh forgetting how the show works. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it's now you're three, spoiling other shows. It's three shows. seasons in, and that was the first season. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, at least I could skip the first season. A really good season. You shouldn't skip it. You already told me what really happened. That's oh, at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Vicky also injects her daughter with Compound V that Homelander got for her. Mm. Homelander scares Ashley and... Ashley ends up stealing his line while dealing with a subordinate and... Oh, my God. Apparently fucks the guy in the ass with a Homelander strap-on. That must be a hot-selling item, apparently. Right. <laughs> my God. Did you... What was it? Were you fucked by stupid? Yes. Are, is, was, is your brain fucked by stupid? Right. He's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So Stan and Homelander have a confrontation with... Stan telling Homelander, you aren't a god, you're a bad product. Clearly that pissed off Homelander. And we still don't know why Homelander doesn't just kill him. Right. Because clearly he wants to. Right. Homelander himself's like, you're nothing to me. Which I'm I'm, I'm telling you, there's something about Stan. Well, I mean, he always seems to have an ace up his sleeve. Yeah. His ace was Nadia, but I bet she's got another one. Right. So Homelander takes uh, Starlight to a rooftop to show her. Supersonic without his head. Yeah. And some of his limbs. People at lose. first the first second I saw it, I thought it was deep. Mm. But then like yeah, it was like just for like a second, it was like, oh, is that oh no, it's not. It's supersonic. Yeah. Because A Train sold him out just to get back on Homelander's good side, and Homelander threatens to kill Huey if Starlight betrays him again. That's where the show ends, but obviously. So sad. There's oh wait you know with with this show there's there's basically two storylines right, right at the same time mm-hmm. so then we see the boys go to Russia with the help of the Russian mob but they have to do a hit for them while they're there and oh shit Kimiko is hot that's what I wrote Kimiko clean Kimiko in, in a dress and yeah she's 
She doesn't know to walk in the hills, but you know, she'll get there. Right. It's kind of sad. You know, she was, she's like, I don't want to be a gun anymore. She's tired of all this killing. She's tired of killing people, but Butcher's like, no, you cunt. You can't. Essentially. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that fuck, she had to pretend to be like a prostitute and for some rich guy who has every superhero dildo that you could imagine. (laughs) I mean, imagine being killed. With a dildo through your face. I tell you. I mean, that's that's a sharp dildo to go through your head with. Well, just the force that you could put it through. But, like, of all the ways that I want to die, I have to say that a dildo through the face is probably the last one. A black noir dildo to the face? Yeah, that's the last thing that I want to see right before I die. That kind of reminded, well, not kind of. It did remind me of everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, right. Because there's a dildo fight. guy with a dildo. There's a dildo fight, yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Lord. Also, Kimiko is Wolverine. Yeah. We've seen her heal up before, right? Yeah, remember? But I, not like shot in the head. Well, no, we've seen Black Noir, I think, snapped her neck. Oh, that's right. And then right. she just like twisted it back on. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, again, it's been a while since I watched the last two seasons, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot she's basically Wolverine. Right. Like, she gets shot in the head, but the bullet just pops right out. But I think old Kimiko probably would have, like, fucking murdered all those people right there. But, you know, she's sure. she's tired of killing. She wants to be a better Kimiko. Is it Kimiko? Kimiko. Yeah. So, yeah. French and Kimiko won out, so they agree that this is their last job, and then they plan to run away together. I'm sure Frenchie hopes that that means they'll be together, but... Famous last words. I don't know. Uh, you think? I mean, that's usually how that works, yeah. but they really going to kill them off? I don't know. I hope not. Uh, so Huey sees Butcher taking more V24 and asks Butcher for some, but Butcher refuses because he doesn't want him to be like him. And then the boys uh, infiltrate a secret lab where they test compound V on hamsters. <laughs> hamsters that eat human brains. The Superman hamster was hilarious. The super zombie hamster. <laughs> That fucking ate that soldier's eye and brains out. My uh, God. That's also one of the last ways that I want to die. Yeah, that's not good either. Super, super hamster. Super zombie hamster. Yeah. So, yeah, they're overrun by Russian soldier uh, soldiers, so Butcher uses his superpowers to kill them, and it turns out Huey did take some V24 after all, and he saves Mother's Milk by teleporting and punching a hole through a soldier which he apologizes for, even though the guy's dead. I don't think he teleported. I think it was super speed. Was it super speed? I think it was I super thought, speed. I thought he, he like, boo-boo and, like, uh, teleported. I think that's just because how fast he was, which I thought is interesting because how did his girlfriend die? Super speed. Super speed. Someone ran right through her, and right. he ran his fist right through somebody. Okay. Yeah, that, maybe That was right. my take. I guess so. Yeah. Makes sense, but yeah, he could only when he when he ran or whatever. He's it. He lost all of his clothes. He doesn't have any power over. So he's just standing there with his dick out. <laughs> Was it Kamiko that went like this? Yeah, <laughs> she closed. She covered her eyes. Yeah. So then Butcher opens up a chamber that's been holding Soldier Boy, which should have been a cool reveal, but it was in the trailer. Right. So we were waiting for this. Well, plus, and it felt very Winter Soldier-like. So Very Winter. I mean, it's, yeah. it is Winter Soldier. Right. So I kind of felt like this was how it was going to go. Yeah. 
And Soldier Boy has more powers than he did before. He he shoots some energy out of his chest uh, towards Frenchie, but uh, Kimiko pushes Frenchie out of the way. Mm -hmm. She takes the blast, and for some reason, her healing powers aren't working. Right. So, like, they're driving, and she's, like, in the car dying as... That's the last time we see them well, it for seems, this episode. It seems like his, well, one of his added superpowers, at least, is that he can drain the superpowers of others, maybe? I guess so. Which could be a weapon against With Homelander. With his energy blast. In some sort. Right. But one of the other interesting things that I thought in this episode was as they're, well, two things. As they're driving away, did you see when Huey was looking in the mirror? Um no. He was all looking in the mirror kind of like a like Smeagol in Lord of the Rings, all like admiring himself. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So like Miko is dying and Huey's like, yeah, like oh, oh shit, yeah. It's like, bro. <laughs> like so it's dying in the back seat. The other thing So which, yeah, he has a good point, like when you said Gollum. Yeah. Like the compound V corrupts you because you want more and more. And right. Well, see, well, like, my process. what Butcher was saying was like, you know, this is punishment for me. Yeah. You know, and then Huey's taking it because. You don't deserve this punishment, you little He's finally cunt. able to get up on others. He's and you do deserve it. Weakling forever. Yeah. But the other thing that I noticed, and very glaringly, is just like, why haven't they tried to give the V24 to Kimiko? Figure that might help. Because, no, Butcher doesn't want anyone else to have it. But, I mean, as she's he knows, dying in the back, I figure that might kickstart some of her stuff. I don't know. It might get all tied up next well, week. Well, maybe that's what they do in the next episode. Yeah. So, it might get tied up next week. So, some interesting stuff, I thought. Still four episodes to go. Uh, but, no worries, because the boys uh, was officially renewed for season four. Yes. They already announced it. Excited. Yeah. Um, before we move I on... I imagine it would be like a five-season thing, you know? Should I hope 40 seasons in a movie? No. <laughs> this can't go on forever. Well, uh, right? The, the best shows know when to stop. That's true. Especially dramas. You know, Breaking Bad, five seasons. Yeah, and Better a movie. Better Call Saul, six seasons. And maybe a movie? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but the other- yeah, I, I, the show's awesome. Yes. It's just so good. Uh, so before we wrap up the boys here, I thought we should... Go back to the last episode, just a smidge. Uh-huh. So PETA, the Organization for Ethical yeah. Treatment of Animals, right? Uh, they gave an award to Chase Crawford of The Boys. Chase Crawford is the actor known as The Deep. And the award that they gave him was the Tech Not Terror Award. And do you know what scene this is referring to? No. This is referring to the scene when he has to stuff that op, uh, the octopus in his mouth. Uh-huh. So they're saying that they use tech instead of an actual Well, you can octopus. tell it was CGI. Exactly. What kind of person is actually going to stick a live octopus in their mouth like that? It seems like only bad things are going to happen. So yeah, so the they So they're honoring the character mm-hmm. who's a rapist. Right. Great job, Peter. <laughs> The fuck? That's so stupid. Yeah, so this is not what, even worth a mention. I thought it was interesting. So this, no, I, I mean PETA for PETA to mention it. Oh yeah, well they're just, just trying to get their name out for dumb. sure. Yeah, exactly. And I guess I'm helping them. <clears throat> so they say the boys are the real heroes working behind the scenes, creating a realistic CGI octopus so the animals can live in peace. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. The animals live in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm sure a shark is eating a bunch of octopuses right now somewhere. I just love how PETA live uh, in peace. How PETA describes this scene. In the scene, Crawford's character is forced to eat a close friend. It's like they an think octopus it's a puss yeah. named Timothy. It's not real, Peter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whom the show who the show depicts as an individual with a family using cutting egg technology. I mean, they get upset anytime they use real animals on anything. Right. Like Jonah Hill actually put the goldfish in his mouth in Oh Lord Jesus, how did he Wall get Street. But I don't think he swallowed it. I think well maybe he did, but I think he at least like spit it back out later. Mm. Um yeah, I don't think he swallowed it. Also in Batman Returns Michelle Pfeiffer actually put the bird in her mouth mm. and spit it out. Interesting. So this is stuff that PETA gets upset at. Well, for sure. PETA gets upset at everything. Yeah. So pretty interesting. Right. Not really. But I love the boys. Thanks for bringing it up. All right, no let's problem. talk about the movie we saw this week. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> That was the song that you got? What? Bom, bom, oh, God. Bom, no, not bom, for this bom. one. No, all right. So, look. Bom, bom. I watched the first bom, bom. Top Gun film the night before. I watched the first Top Gun film on Friday. But it was the first time I ever saw Top Gun. Mm. And I knew we were going to see the second one, so I was like, well, I better fucking watch the first one. And I liked it. Do you okay? Do you feel like you could have seen Top Gun, this Top Gun, and still liked it without knowing what you saw in Top Gun One? The action for sure, man. But yeah, watching. I don't think the it was necessarily one, needed. Not really, but it helps. It helps. It helps because you actually know who Goose was. Sure. So it would mean more to you, right? Mm-hmm. By seeing the movie, I'm glad I saw the original. I did like the original. The action was good for 1986. Um, but like most movies, like most 80s films, it suffers from being an 80s film. It could not the, be released today. The music <laughs> and the volleyball, the the cheesy romance between Maverick and Charlie. The sexual harassment. The love at first sight bullshit. <laughs> I fell for you, Maverick. Yeah, he walks into the, the women's bathroom and she doesn't even bat an eye. Yeah. She's like, oh, you, oh yeah, you're here. That would not happen today. Uh, no, definitely not. No, definitely. Also, Top Gun is a PG movie. The first one's a PG movie and there's a sex scene. I never realized it was a PG movie until you told so me. So that's that. another thing. P- there would be no sex scene like that nowadays in a PG movie. Right. Definitely not. We, we, had, we had it made with PG movies back in the day, apparently. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, even Lion King was G, and oh, Scar right. straight up murdered Muf- Mufasa. Right. How terrifying. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. But no, like... We are built stronger. Again, I never saw Top Gun till now, but I always heard my whole life how there's the, like, hidden homosexual message between Maverick and Iceman, and... Once hidden? I watched it, I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. And that's a good point. Was it hidden? Was it hidden? It wasn't that. Seems a little on the nose. <laughs> it really wasn't that hidden. When he bites, and he bites <laughs> at him. I'm going to do that to you later, babe. <laughs> right. And I saw like some video on TikTok or whatever about how the whole movie is really just Maverick accepting that he's in love with Iceman. Mm. Because he rejects, he rejects the uh, woman at first. But then she dresses like one of them, and then he's all turned on to her again. Oh, right. And then at the end, like she leaves, and then he's 
You could be my wingman any day. Oh, bum 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 of all the music that they brought back for the second movie, I cannot believe they didn't bring back the bum bum. Well, that's because she wasn't in it. But still, I thought that was classic. And the reason why she's not in the sequel, did she? And they went with a different characters because that actress isn't hot anymore. And they're like, well, Jennifer Connelly's still oh, hot, yeah. and she's up there in age. What does she look like now? I'm kind of curious. Not, It's not great. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny how Maverick was more devastated over Goose's death than Goose's wife, played by Meg Ryan. She's like, oh, Maverick. Oh, poor. At one point, she's like, oh, poor Maverick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's your husband. Oh, man, you're right. She is not yeah, the Tom same. Tom Cruise right? ain't kissing that one. Yeah. Mm. In, a, in a movie. Interesting, <laughs> but yeah, in in the first one, we're con- we're constantly told that Iceman is the best. No way, that's not the same person, is it? Yes. Oh no. Yeah, that's what happens. Oh. Not everyone can age like Tom Cruise. Time was not good to her. Not everyone can age. I'm like sorry, Tom Kelly Cruise. McGinnis. My bad. Everyone McGinnis. else that's Tom Cruise's age in the sequel is you know they don't. Scientology look must do wonders for somebody. It does. Jesus. Not for John Travolta, though, but for Tom oh, Cruise, right. yes. Haven't heard much about him lately. But yeah, in the first one, we're constantly told that Iceman's the best, but we never see him do anything. That's one issue I have with the first one. <laughs> right. You never see him he fly. Gets... And even when he does fly, he sucks. Well, look, in the, in the second movie, they're like, you know, Maverick has the most confirmed kills yeah. of anyone. Not, not Iceman. It's no. Maverick. What the hell made Iceman the best? Yeah. That he made, that he was first in Top Gun because he wasn't a Maverick. Well, he he was the first in Top Gun. Apparently, he was. Yeah. yeah, we know this. So yeah, Top Gun Maverick. We get there. We sit down. We watch twenty five minutes of trailers. It's like, all right, finally the movie's gonna start. And then it's, hey, it's Tom Cruise, and I just want to say, you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for me making this movie. He didn't say it exactly because like we that. did it for you. We did it for you. Yeah. Here's your paycheck, Tom. Okay, hundred million dollars. Looks great. We did it for you guys. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Welcome back to the movie theaters. Enjoy my movie. You're welcome. You're welcome. It was totally a you're welcome like video. Yeah, it was close to that. It totally was. Like, just play the movie. <laughs> the f- the first five minutes of the movie. Was stolen from the first five minutes of the movie in the first one. <laughs> the first five minutes or the entire two hours? I mean, look, That's I gross. like the movie. It's basically just a direct remake. It's like a reboot sequel in a way, or a remake sequel. It's it's different. Because it's, it's almost the exact same thing happens. It's different because there's actually a mission and a task that they're going towards. Yeah. There, there wasn't really that in the first movie. Still, but it, the same sequence of events happens. Maverick, you're reckless. You're crazy. Well, for sure. But God damn it, boy. I respect you. God damn. <laughs> and you're getting promoted. <laughs> Can we just talk about how he hit Mach 10 and didn't die after his plane disintegrated? Yeah. Jesus. Mach 10, by the way, is uh, over 7,600 miles per hour. Right. So, like, I, if anytime I've, like, gone, like, you know, I've hit 100 in my car... I would like start to freak out and be like, "Oh my god!" Imagine doing that seventy hundred times more. Seventy hundred. Seventy hundred times more. A lot more. Seventy hundred. Seventy hundred. Seventy hundred times. Uh, what's seventy hundred? Seventy hundred times a hundred. Seventy six hundred. Bam. Yeah. There you go. Bam. But yeah, fuck you, Ed Harris. Bam. 
You can't stop Tom Cruise. Well, no one can stop Tom Cruise. Ed Harris is like barely in the movie, but it's funny <laughs> that he is. I like how Tom's jacket is still in pristine condition. Yeah. Like almost 40 years later, it's like, yeah, the jacket's still brand new. <laughs> and like, you know, I get it. It's a movie. Um, but, you know, when you eject in real life, like you're severely injured. Most of the time, anyone who ejects is never capable of flying again. Right. Usually you suffer like a shit ton of broken ribs, broken bones. Legs. And, like, and yeah, like you're fucked. Not only that, he ejected from the atmosphere, like <laughs> way up there. While going Mach 10, 10.4, whatever. It's okay. I can let it go because it was a good movie overall, but that made no well, sense. But it did set up a hilarious a hilarious scene. Yeah, where he shows up. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> he walks into like a diner and everyone like is amazed. They're like, what the fuck is this? And then he asks, uh, yeah, some I? people, he's like, where am I? And this little kid's like, Earth. <laughs> that was a funny scene. Right. And, uh, yeah, Iceman is in love with Maverick with that giant picture of them on his wall. Yeah. like it is, It's like, Maverick, you have a family, but I see that Maverick is, like, the biggest thing on your wall in your office. <laughs> there's a there's slight homoeroticism there. Well, like you said earlier, slight? I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, we find out that Maverick was only a teacher for two months. Because at the end of Top Gun, when he's like, I want to be a teacher, I'm like, what? Right. Doesn't seem like you would be a good teacher at all. No, not at all. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you? And obviously we find out that he hasn't been a teacher this yeah. whole time. Couldn't hack it. And, yeah, we got Jennifer Conley's character, which I didn't realize it watching it, but I looked it up. Apparently she's the daughter of the Admiral in the first Top Gun that he fooled around with. Like, early in the movie when Principal Strickland... He, from Back to the Future. He's mm-hmm. like, you fucked an Admiral's daughter. <laughs> Wait, so that daughter in the movie was his? What are you talking about? The Jennifer Connelly's daughter. No, they never said that. But maybe they didn't say she was. No, they would have obviously said if that's what they wanted you she to think. She looked a little bit like Tom Cruise. <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> uh, Miles Teller is Goose's son, which I, I always like Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Whiplash, you should. It's fantastic. Uh, Miles Teller is Goose's son who hates Maverick. We thought he hated Maverick because he blamed him for his dad's death. But no, he actually hates Maverick because Maverick rejected his application for four years. No. Well, he pulled his application, which set him back four years. Más or menos. Okay. What's the same thing? Yeah, that's what I said. Más or menos. Más or menos. But he's basically his father's clone. Like, yeah. he dresses like him. He has the mustache. He oh plays gosh. the piano. Mm-hmm. Great balls of fire. <laughs> I, saw, I saw someone tweet that the only thing that they couldn't believe in this movie was that every one of that age group, which, what, we say is early 20s? Yeah. Knows every word to Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Good catch. Good catch. Right. <laughs> and also, why is Maverick broke? Like, what did he do? What did he spend all of his money on? That he's like broke. His, his hanger, apparently, his personal hanger. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Is it his personal hanger? Look like it. Mm, I don't know. But yeah, Maverick takes his uh, students to school the first day. And I don't mean like, you know, a classroom. Like he took them to school. Mm-hmm. Killed every single one. Totally of them. killed them all. You know. Emancipated he them. He dominated. The action scenes are really good. I mean, that's what. 
made this movie fun to watch. Right. Like you really felt it in the theater. I was like, maybe we should have done D box because D box moves you around. Like this might be the one movie to get D box because a lot, like sometimes the sounds of the jets were so loud in the theater that like it made you jump for a second. Mm. But yeah, it was obviously a movie you see in theaters. It is very, very tense. Lots and lots of tense scenes throughout the movie. Yeah. Uh, Hangman is one of the young pilots. He's basically the new Iceman because he's the jerk. More of a dick, though, because Iceman was actually someone that wanted to follow the rules and stuff like that. Well, he was only Iceman was only being mean because he had a crush on Maverick. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And then there's Iceman's I need to see you text. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> they were just texting, sexting throughout this whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> And what are you wearing, we finally Tom? see Iceman, and he's typing on a computer. Mm. And I didn't, I didn't, re- I guess I forgot about this that Val Kilmer can't speak in real life. Oh, he can't. I didn't know that. That's why they did this. Interesting. Yeah. Apparently, he has some condition. It might be throat cancer. Oh man, that's but, tough. Because he also, do you notice he had the scarf around his neck? I didn't so there know might that. be a hole there. Well, that sucks that they killed him off. I I mean, of course, you know, whatever. But like, if he really has throat cancer, and then yeah, it was throat cancer. He underwent a tracheotomy, so that's why he covered up his neck. Really? Wow. But that's why, yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he has he speaks a little bit in this movie, but that's why they had to give him the same thing because he can't really talk. Okay, well, fit. They still had some emotion there. Yeah. So Hmm. we swapped out volleyball for football in this one. Same amount of homoeroticism, though. Right. While <laughs> playing football on the beach, shirtless. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Maverick sneaking out of Penny's house. That was funny. He jumps down, and then her daughter just sees him. And then it was a funny moment. But then she's like, don't break her heart again. And we're like, aww. But so you're, like, you're like 12. How'd you know? How do you know about love? <laughs> And then fucking some damn birds almost killed some of them in one of the flights. Right. The birds fucking got sucked birds. into their air to their engine and Yeah. Ugh, so and then sad. Rooster told Maverick, My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. It's like, oh shit. Aww. Yeah. So yeah, Iceman dies, Maverick gets grounded, but he hijacks a jet to prove that the mission can be done the way he planned. And he pulls it off in the testing zone or whatever. The thing, okay, so like Everyone knows Maverick is great. Why can't they trust him? You know? Because he's reckless, Josh. I guess. Jesus. You're reckless, goddamn. You reckless son of a bitch. But yeah, the final action scene made the entire movie. Right. It was so good. Mm-hmm. So well done. The graphics and, you know, like Tom Cruise said in the beginning, they used real fighter pilots. He did say And that. he probably flew them himself. Probably. He probably did all these actions. No, but like... <laughs> It was really He's a Navy good. pilot now. I mean, the Tomahawk missiles, everything looks so real mm-hmm. when the Tomahawk missiles were flying over them. And right. that entire action scene was great. Maverick saves Goose's life, but he gets hit. And then Rooster returns the favor, but then he gets hit. It briefly turns into Mission Impossible. Briefly. When Tom Cruise is running away from the helicopter, <laughs> but then Rooster saves them. It was pretty cool. Like, why'd you come back? And he's like, you told me not to think. Yeah. He's like, oh. Well, I, I saved I... your life. I saved your life. I love you. I love you. I hate you. What? <laughs> Dad? Yeah. Right. So then they have to get out of there. They hijack an enemy F-14. 
And uh, who, who were they against? Was it Russia? Never said, but it I did seem like it was something, Russia. But yeah, it's probably Russia. I don't think they ever mentioned it just because, you know, geopolitical factors, all that type of stuff. Maybe. But it did seem oddly. But yeah, they hijacked an enemy F-14, which is, you know, what Tom coincidentally Cruise what he flew, flew yeah. in the original Top Gun. And mm-hmm. they're, they, you know, they do their best, but they get surrounded and they think they're going to die. But Hangman saved their asses. Perfect. You know, prove that was a, some character arc for him. I mean, he wasn't a big character in the movie, but right, like they made it a bit. They're like, oh, he's Hangman because he always leaves you hanging. Mm-hmm. Like, wah wah. And then, you know, afterwards, that, that sign of respect between uh, Hangman and Rooster. You know, Hangman doesn't leave people hanging to dry anymore. He's earned respect. He's earned redemption. Yeah. Oh, it's Iran. That's right. They could. They said an Iranian. Uh, whatever that was, an Iranian. When the fuck does it ever have winter in Iran? I, remember... oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was, that's the if that's Iran. No, but, but no, I'm not saying it was Iran, but the enemy was Iran, so maybe they put that somewhere else. That didn't make sense. Why the U.S. has stuff all over the fucking world? Iran just randomly has nuclear silos in fucking Russia, and then Iran would have all these super advanced fighter jets that makes no sense i don't know makes That's no what sense this says. they said it was an iranian thing uh whatever that was what was it called like i what guess. they blew up iran looks beautiful if that's iran uh nothing else known about the uh specifics of the mission briefing make iran the most likely country um oh they said oh yeah uncompleted uranium enrichment site which eliminates Russia, China, and North Korea from the target list because those countries already have nuclear weapons, thousands of them in Russia's case. Not to mention that an attack on any of those countries would immediately escalate into a major conflict. Very true. Very true. But yeah, I guess, like you said, I didn't notice. Who, apparently, they never said. So right. You're just supposed to not know. You're just supposed to think whoever it could be. For all I know, that was Australia. Australia. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Maverick and Rooster, they make it back. Maverick does the flyby just like he does in the original. and Buzz the tower. Uh, you know, Maverick and Rooster, they hug it out. And they love each other now. Yeah. Maverick ends up with Penny, and that's the end of the movie. It was that's good. I mean, the action scenes were great. The summer blockbuster is back, baby. The romance, not so much again. Uh, but what would you give it out of 10? I'd give it a seven and a half, maybe eight. Yeah, I think the action was a 10. Mm-hmm. But like the romance and kind of the rest of the movie was more like a six. Sure. So I was thinking just to meet in the middle and give it like an eight. Yeah, something like that. Seven and a half or eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this is really good action movie. Yes. I mean, just for like the last 30 minutes. Like if 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 it's ever on TV and it's like the last 30 minutes, I'll right. probably watch it. Right. I probably wouldn't start this movie over from the beginning, but I mean, I it did I did feel the emotion of Goose and everything, like mm-hmm. the emotion was there. But yeah. Really impressive uh, you know, action scenes. Uh so some I MDB things about Facts. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, trivia, the P-51 Mustang, the the plane that Tom Cruise was flying at the end of the movie yeah. when he flew off with Jennifer Conley, right. that's actually Tom Cruise's own airplane. Okay. 
So I would imagine they actually got in that plane and actually flew off. Probably. Uh, so uh, just so you know, the F-14 Tomcat, the one that they uh, got into Russia or wherever they were, mm-hmm. uh, actually does not have short takeoff cap- capability and requires nearly a half a mile of runway to take off. So that was a little bit of a goof, they say. Um, so another thing I thought was pretty interesting. So Miles Teller said that three of the six new actors threw up every day of filming in the Jets. I don't doubt it. So they actually put them in the Jets. Obviously, they weren't flying, but they put them in the Jets for the like for you know the scenes and stuff. So that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Um, so interesting here. So Top Gun Maverick is almost about to overtake Doctor Strange. In the gross box office um, this year. For the year? Yeah. And uh, for the domestic box office. So Doctor Strange, which came out early this month, or early last month, is at $379 billion. Uh-huh. Million, excuse Wait, me. Wait, what? $379 million, Sorry. Yeah, not billion. Million. Jesus. And Top Gun Maverick, which is only, what, two, three weeks old? Uh-huh. That's already at $393 million. Okay. So coming up close. And the thing that I thought was interesting is that it got released in more theaters. And, you know, I don't know how that kind of works, but um, I thought it was kind of interesting. It got released in 400 and... 4,751 theaters compared to... Globally. No, Globally and or domestically. Domestic? Oh. Domestically, yeah. Well, what about global? Uh, global box office or international. Well, you don't have it. All right, never mind. Uh, it just does the weekend. I don't know how you do. Oh, worldwide. Here we go. Worldwide uh-huh. box office. Uh, Top Gun is number three behind Batman. Overall, it has $747 million. Batman is at seven hundred and seventy, and Doctor Strange is nine hundred and thirty million. Mm. Water. Oh, but yeah, you're right. They're about. They're gonna. They'll probably beat domestic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know how updated this is, but I never heard about this movie. Watergate Bridge has six hundred and twenty nine, six hundred and twenty six million worldwide. It's number four. But in America, it only has $117,000. I don't see that anywhere. Watergate Bridge. Right here. Watergate Bridge, number four. Okay. Hmm. I'm just curious. I don't know what it's about, but it seems to be really popular internationally. Watergate Bridge. Uh, the sequel to the Battle of Lake Shanjing. Okay, it's a Chinese film. Hmm. Yeah. Should we watch it? Uh, no. They're on the retreat from American troops? Oh, Lord. They're fighting Americans? We have plenty to watch. Oh, Lord. Anything else about Top Gun? Uh, no, nah, that's pretty much it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I don't really think there's going to be a threequel. Of course there will be. <gasps> you think so? Are you kidding? Oh, Do Lord. Do you not know who Tom Cruise is? But I mean, like, what, what else is the story? I know. Hmm. It made if it makes a lot of money, Josh. There's it's always another one. But it was there's kind two of Mission nice. Impossible's coming out. It well, that's part true. one and two. I will say one of my favorite parts of the movie we didn't really talk much about was that you know Goose was 
Maverick's, uh, I guess, gunner or whatever. Yeah. Who rode, uh, who rode in the rear and kind of operated the weapon system and all that stuff. And it was kind of like a full circle. At the end, it was Rooster that was doing that. Yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of nice. Rooster's like, or he told him, he's like, I don't know, all that stuff was what your dad did. It was kind of, it was kind of heartwarming. Kind of, kind of like, aw. Yeah. Yeah. I think we covered that. It was sweet. Yeah. Sure. It was sweet, yeah. All right, uh, let's do fan questions and comments. Oh, yeah. What was that? All right. You were like, oh. I'm ready. Are you? Yes. Are you sure? Uh, let me pull this up. Oh, first, we could play this song that Adam Wilson made us. Oh, shit. Uh, he's done this before for the What's Wrong With Wrestling podcast, um, for the main show and the Wednesday Night War, the AAW podcast, but he made one for Hollywood Hogwash. If you haven't heard any of these before, he takes clips of us while uh, playing a song on his electric guitar. So <laughs> let's uh, let's take a listen. So... <laughs> We decided to review Batman to restore Michael Keaton's good name. The original Batman. The Batman from 1989. Batman 1989. Yeah. Of course. Because Michael Keaton is far superior yes. than the Batman virgin that is Robert Pattinson. No. It's well, true. I, I guess not true. We'll, we'll wait I'd to rather get not be a virgin. I don't know about far superior. Far superior. Oh, it's Terminator. Okay. And I mean, you gotta think yeah. like how fast a whip is. Yeah. So I mean, that's. Oh yeah. You know, Doctor Strange is like. Oh, Peter doing two holes. Peter, you know, he shoots weird. ropes really fast. Oh god. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, Terminator is one of the few movies I've cried to. Uh, I'm not excited about this, though. Deadline is reporting that Hasbro has signed uh, the director for Crazy Rich Asians and the writer for Big Sick to make a movie about Play-Doh. Oh, oh right. Jesus. Come again? Come no, again. I will not. But the iconic, <laughs> I'm Batman. That line and that shot is still the greatest introduction to a superhero they've ever had. They, it's true. Because... Okay, I'm tell me one better. To, Please, tell to, me one better. I'm trying to think. You couldn't think. Thinking's not your strong suit, John. No. I Okay. So we're talking about greatest. Why'd you take that one, greatest. Adam? I mean, I don't know about greatest, but I mean, I really enjoyed Robert Pattinson. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Okay. Like, did you see the part where that one woman's getting, like, strangled with the telephone cord? Uh-huh. And it's just like, it's just like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's oh, from Halloween. Oh. The original. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It's not scary at all. It's just... Oh, right. It's, it's terrible. But yeah, and... Not in your top five. The acting in it is, is pretty atrocious. Yeah. Um, and the, okay, so, again, this is the original Halloween. The first yeah. scene of the movie, we see Michael as a six-year-old kid murder his older sister. Uh-huh. And the scene is Michael's point of view. Yes. He's supposed to be six years old. Mm -hmm. But in this point of view, he's six years old and six feet tall. Did you notice that? Yeah. Uh, I also laughed when Anthony Michael Hall said Michael is an apex predator. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, Randy Orton. I know. He took offense to that. It's like a miniature model. Uh-huh. And me and Eric watched it together, so I was like, is someone just going to take a shit? Like, are they just going to... Because they did that once already. I guess I was, like, thinking about that. Oh, yeah, I don't even know what I'm gonna talking about. about. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Eric yeah. was right. Yeah. And uh, it comes out, balls. it was Chris Pontius's dick. And balls. 
and balls. Oh, that makes more sense. To look like Godzilla. Now I get it. <laughs> and they attached and they, like little arms to it and worked it like oh, a fucking what puppet. Arms really? and tail. CGI, right? Jesus. It, it was really a dick. dick. It was okay. a dick, Josh. It was a, a dick. dick. It was a real dick. I really it was studied his dick. that. Okay. It was his crap. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have studied it so closely. Oh, Lord Jesus. That was straight. I'm still not. You didn't watch it? Farts gross you out? I don't want to see some dude's asshole. Well, you don't see his asshole. You're well, fine with seeing 30 dicks, but ew, someone's butthole? Yeah. Well, so you'd rather look at dicks than like a woman's butthole? I don't know. What would you rather wow, lick, wow, wow, Josh? Wow, Thirty wow, dicks wow. or, or one butthole? Neither, neither. Yeah. Josh is neither. Com- Josh is committing suicide. He's like, I don't want E. coli. <laughs> wow. I stand by that decision. I forgot. Josh commits suicide. I every forgot time. so much. <laughs> so much of what we've said. Ah, uh, Aaron apparently wow. does not forget. We could already do Adam, a, Excuse Looks me. like we could already do a clip show for Hollywood oh, Hogwash. It's great. <laughs> Thank you, Adam Wilson. Thank you, Adam. For uh, all the memories. Very, Jesus. very great job as always. All right, fan questions. Luis Vasquez. Hey, guys. Just wanted to give my top favorite superhero movies. Again, not the best, not the worst. But these are his favorites. Uh, number five, Logan. Number four, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Number three, The Joker. Number two, Hellboy. And number one, Blade Two. Hellboy wasn't bad. I haven't seen Hellboy or Blade 2, actually, so... Have you seen any of the Blades? No, not all the way through. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, thank you. And if you... Whoever has their own list, if you want to tell us too, go for it. Joey Montez, honestly, I almost watched Miss Marvel, but then I just watched Mia Khalifa's videos. JK, I'm, I doubt I'm going to watch this show, though. It's yeah. probably fair. All right. Omar, uh, loving Obi-Wan, but the last scene in the show really just fell apart. Nobody noticed the homeless-looking Imperial officer with the kid under his coat. Um, Yeah, (laughs) and those really terrible CGI fighter ships. What the fuck? Is it me, or did they look really small? Uh, They're the same ones that that used on Hoth, right? You know, it is amazing that the Empire was able to rule... So much yeah. when the Jedi, not the Jedi, the stormtroopers are absolute jokes. They notice nothing. They can never hit anything with their weapons. How the fuck did they take over anything? Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They've had so many times in this in this series when they've tried to figure out who Obi Wan is and they can't figure it no. out. <laughs> when they were in that uh, when they're in that shuttle, the little taxi yeah. on their way, they were quizzing. Well, so yeah, that was fucking figure it episode out. three, yeah. Fucking stormtroopers are a joke. Right. The Rizzler, not sure who's the bigger bitch, A-Train or Deep. I know it's a show and all, but why do Butcher, Huey, Frenchie, and Mother's Milk always keep secrets from each other? Jesus Christ, if they just all share what they know, they'd actually conquer as a team. Communication. That's the number one thing of any organization. Well, the reason this podcast works so great well, is because me and Andrew communicate at a top five level. I don't know why I'm trying to poke you with the pin. Yeah, I'm not trying We're to. about to start fighting yeah. if you keep doing that. But it's that. communication, Andrew. Communication is great. Well, and the show wouldn't be interesting if they weren't fighting that's true but no it's the deep the deep is a monster yeah they both suck they both suck tim hey not a question but i was looking at the beetlejuice 2 imdb page and it's saying johnny depp is going to be in the movie thoughts yeah i don't know about that 
Beetlejuice 2? Beetlejuice 2. I don't see anyone in the cast. Yeah, there's no one for the cast on IMDb. When was Beetlejuice 1 came out? When did Beetlejuice 1 come out? 88. 88? Oh, Lord Jesus. 30 years later. Oh, Lord Jesus. What do you mean? The movie we just saw is even older. That's true. That's true. Yeah, most of the time it's not good. No. Most of the time sequels. But this one, home run. Yeah. It was a a triple. Uh, Todd Fricker, uh, have you guys done Ozark yet? If not, what the fuck are you waiting for? I know. Andrew's not going to watch it. But yes, I'm going to watch it eventually. We got so much to watch right now, Todd. What show? Ozark. Ozarks? No. Ozarks? Ozark. Ozark. Yeah. Okay. As soon as I'm finished with the boys, Todd, I'll pick up Ozark. That's the thing is like, how the hell can we watch every... We can't. I still haven't watched... um, uh, what the fuck is the uh, Barry? Barry, yeah, I want to watch Barry or Stranger Barry's Things. Hilarious, yeah, I gotta watch Stranger Things. Uh, pop culture junkie, Pushfire Barry directors with their favorite leading actor, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, Martin Scorsese with Robert De Niro, Sam, uh, Quentin Tarantino with Samuel L. Jackson. Well, first of all, you push Quentin Tarantino. Samuel, no, no, you're pushing the duos, right? Pushing. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, but and Samuel, Samuel Jackson was never. I mean, I get he, there was no main character for Pulp Fiction, so I guess he is one of the lead characters in Pulp Fiction. Also in Hateful Eight, <clears throat> he's not the lead character. No, but he's a character in there. It was really good. He's one of the Hateful Eight. Yeah, I liked it. Um, but yeah, amazing villain in uh, Django Unchained, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, yeah, I mean. Shit. Martin Scorsese and De Niro mean Taxi Driver and Goodfellas. Yeah. Then you bury that. You fire Tim Burton and Depp. And you fire Tim Burton. I mean, those are good movies too, but... What was it? Edward Scissorhands and... They did a lot of movies, dude. They're the, the Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Edward Scissorhands. I'm, never, um, I'm not really a fan of Tim Burton, to be honest. Yeah. I think I would push Scorsese and De Niro... Barry Tarantino and Jackson and yeah, Fire Burton and Depp. Uh, Jason Deere and Obi-Wan Kenobi is probably the most disappointing show so far on Disney compared to what it should have been. How the fuck are they going to get the Mandalorian to save this shit? Well, it's different times, right? It is I different mean, times. I mean, the Mandalorian's been good. I the Mandalorian s- is much, much later in terms of Star Wars storylines. So I will say, I remember when we were talking about uh, Obi-Wan and the lead up to this, and they were talking about how dark and depressing that this was going to be. Man, it hasn't been too terribly dark. You know, they're just no, kidnapping no, no. That's a girl. What the back original and forth. show was going to be. Oh, well, and then maybe they told them, no, do it again. <laughs> Make it more kid friendly. Yeah. Maybe it should have been just a little bit more darker. A little bit? Just a little bit. I mean, we're probably going to see Qui-Gon. We're probably going to see Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon because he keeps, like, trying to talk to him, you know, Mm. throughout the show. He's like, Qui-Gon, Master Qui-Gon. Help me. So we're probably going to see Liam Neeson by episode six, I would imagine. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, we'll see. That's all the fan questions and comments. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are viewing us. We also have exclusive videos on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. You can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. 
And next week, we will be reviewing episode five of Obi-Wan Kenobi, episode five of The Boys, season three, and Jurassic World Dominion. Right? Yeah. Not terribly looking forward to it, but you know what? I I like... uh... The uh, reviews so far have not been good, but I have heard from some people I know that liked it. I don't know what to think. Uh, You know... The only Jurassic Park movie I ever liked was the first one, really. Number one. I mean, when I was a kid, number two came out, and I liked it then. Yeah. Um, And Jurassic World is fine, but it's still a pretty stupid movie. Right. So we'll see. So we got those three, and again, let us know if you want us to cover Miss Marvel. I don't know. But we'll see you next week. 